Welcome to Gaia Rising, an exploration of human healing and evolution through storytelling. Welcome everybody into another container of Gaia Rising. This is Ben, your host, and I'm joined today by uh, my new friend Maria, um, who is a medicine woman, yeah. part of her lineage. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she's from Ecuador here, which is where I am. She's in Tiger Durga school. You just arrived here. Um, and I'm just finishing up my week, so we have this brief overlap. And I am so grateful that you were willing to drop into this container with me because we've had such powerful conversations. So thank you, Maria, for coming into this container with me today. My pleasure. I'm really excited to see what will flow because every time we have these little bubbles of space, so much uh, richness come. Mm -hmm. So thank you for proposing this space. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the listeners will be enriched <laughs> in many ways. Well, let's take one big breath together, if you, I'd invite you. I'd ask the question to you, Maria. Mm -hmm. What is most alive in you in this moment? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The instant answer that came is the fire and mm -hmm. I was just sharing with my new friend, Ben, that I am in my second day of uh, bleeding. And uh, my bleeding is also part of my spiritual path. So today I still feel quite high, um, grounding the fire of the ancestors. Because when a woman is bleeding, in shamanic tribes they always say it's a blessing because it's an open channel of energies. And of course, it also depends on the container, how well the individual knows herself. And this is the reason why sometimes in medicine ceremonies, some shamans or medicine people prefer not to have women that are bleeding because it's a portal that can allow everything. Mm -hmm. So I feel today very much alive from my ancestors' side. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's very courageous of you too. To it's it's just so refreshing to hear women being bold in their truth mm -hmm. and in what they know, which I sense so strongly in you. Mm -hmm. You're so tapped into your essence, um, your masculine and your feminine. Your full power um, and so thank you for opening up with just such a powerful topic um, powerful share thank you for that and thank you for the question as well because a good question <laughs> allows a good flow <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it that's the dance that's the art that I'm we're learning mm. yeah yeah and speaking of actually that I 
wanted to mention that you have a podcast as well. What was the name of that again? Hummingbird Vortex. Hummingbird Vortex. Talking okay. about dances. Uh-huh. <laughs> Questions and answers. And, exactly. Yeah, call and response. And I really hope to have you there. That's great. I would love to. Maybe this honored. weekend or yeah. we will see. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely do that with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do a quick check-in as well, if you'd allow me. Yes, you know. please. What is the life in you? Mm. Mm. Feeling energy. Feeling, um, yeah, even just down into my fingertips and... It just makes me kind of giddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the end of my month here at, mm-hmm. at my tantric shamanic yoga teacher training uh, here in Tiger Durgas, and it's just been such a powerful container that I, I feel my heart has been opened up so much, and I feel my, my energy and my presence is just um, really grounded. So I'm feeling a lot of gratitude for that. Um, And also I've been really feeling a lot of gratitude for the lesson of surrendering. Mm. It's big in this school. And even as people will notice in the background, you might hear the chainsaw. They're doing a little work outside. (laughs) And you might hear people talking or coming and going. We're in the the shala, which is like the temple Mm. space and the the yoga studio so I'm surrendering even to this uh, the flow of this podcast and how it's come and how it's going I know it's going to have twists and turns potentially but I'm this has been this is life and this has been my greatest teacher this month is like really deepening that practice of allowing things to interrupt what I think I want and what I think I need so Oh, it's a very shamanic way of looking mm-hmm. to reality. Mm-hmm. They will say that uh, when we are in a ceremony, very serious and, you know, with all the formalities, then usually the sacred humor breaks with everything. Like, wow. Yeah. And you cannot stand. This is the sacred humor, the heyoka. Yeah. And in here in Ecuador, it's related to the Diablo Uma. Uh-huh. And it's this embodiment of... Um, of God, the goddess, that is always shaping and changing and nothing is really permanent, mm-hmm. so we shall never get too comfy, they mm-hmm. said. <laughs> <laughs> too comfortable or too, ser- too serious. Exactly. Nothing yeah. is. <laughs> that is so, that is so good. Uh, thank you for that, yeah, that connection, you know, because it is so true that we take things so seriously in life and we're inviting, we're inviting mm-hmm that energy when we start thinking we know something or when we think we have certainty or, or uh, permanence or um, yeah, just any of the stability that we imagine, it's all kind of an illusion. So the more you can release, you know, you can let the energy flow and ride the wave instead of trying to dam, like let the river flow instead of trying to dam it. Exactly. Um, that seems like the way. Uh-huh. Let it just nurture the surrounding, the flowers that is growing organically. Mm-hmm. Right, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and let it take its natural course. Like, cool. Even if we think 
this is the direction we're being called like yeah let him let him do it's his powerful yeah. <laughs> yes 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 because the mind is i have a plan and this needs to be complete mm-hmm. but actually it's exactly when we allow that openness of mm-hmm. freedom mm-hmm. when the spirit can really act upon us but mm-hmm. it takes yeah a lot of surrender and a lot of inner work, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mastering of our mind and energies, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I wanted to start uh, by asking you, mm-hmm. what is your earliest memory? What was your earliest memory of connecting with the sacred mm. as a child, maybe? Wow, so beautiful question. So instantly what comes is my relationship with my grandmother. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's still alive and you may see her, may not. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother is really who inherited us uh, the spirituality. Mm-hmm. She studied uh, occult science. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember being uh, playing with flowers and crushing them to make perfumes and essence. Wow just playing like a child. I used to love that and she will just hold the space of just allowing that to, to happen. Yeah. That is the first memory that comes. And mm-hmm. Now it makes so much sense because I work so, so much close with the herbal medicine yeah. and the oils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what, what you were doing as a child is what you're continuing to do. Mm-hmm. You're keeping your inner child alive. Yes, it has shifted a lot, like it has taken me a lot of time to be able to structure that work Mm -hmm. into the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I passed through a lot of disconnection as we spoke, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like coming back to my my origin. Mm. It's interesting, right? We are peeling layers Mm -hmm. to go back to who we really are. Yeah, yeah. So you are making... Herb, herbal tinctures or essences and fragrances, perfumes, are these, you're using plants as this medicine. Actually, I would even, I just wanted to add that when I walked in here before uh-huh. we start, yeah, before we start recording, you were talking about tangerines, right? Yes. And uh, how the sm- <laughs> you, were, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you were saying that the peel of a tangerine, when you put it under your nose and smell it, it's an antidepressant. Exactly. It stimulates wow. serotonin in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so these are the things you're doing. Yes. It's like, it's plant medicine, mm-hmm. it, but it's the plant medicine that isn't necessarily psychotropic. You know, you hear so much about the explosive, the fireworks of, you know, ayahuasca or pe- peyote or uh, bufo or any of these mushrooms. What's your perspective as somebody who is steeped deep in these traditions how do you how do you navigate you know how do you what would you like to share with people who are coming from maybe that being their only context of plant medicine oh amazing question thank you mm-hmm. i think it's so important that uh, we as a humanity can step back for a moment and witness all these beautiful teachers that we have in Mm -hmm. nature and the visionaries as you mentioned the mushrooms Mm -hmm. we call them the children of the air ayahuasca Mm -hmm. san pedro amazing amazing teachers for sure Mm -hmm. 
but I do believe and my experience has uh, talked me into this direction of understanding that it is also very important that we can start working with more grounding medicines. Mm -hmm. So for example, we have um, uh, herbal medicines, uh, we have cacao, that is a master plant, and these are teachers that can hold a space for us in our daily life. They don't need to take us outside, but instead they take us into an inner journey. Mm. I always said that's the difference in between cacao and ayahuasca, for example. Uh, Both deeply powerful plants, yes. but one will take you deep inside. And sometimes that is quite scary because yeah. we don't know um, sometimes our own hearts. But actually, when we overcome that unknown, that little fear, yeah. nervousness, mm -hmm. we find so much magic. Mm -hmm. Because I do believe that the heart is the portal to everywhere. Yeah. And the heart is tapping to every timeline. So we can always ask the heart, is this opportunity the right one? And the yeah. body will reflect that coming from the heart. Yeah. So I think that is yeah. important, yeah. I also start my exploration with a lot of um, expansors um, uh, of consciousness, mm -hmm. uh, some artificials, mm -hmm. some naturals, ayahuasca, San Pedro, mm -hmm. but um, I, I can see that uh, we really need to start grounding this work deeper yes. uh -huh, into what you mentioned today in the morning, conscious action, yes. because sometimes uh, these uh, beautiful visions uh, could can feel something like too far, mm -hmm. like a paradise that is there, and mm -hmm. yeah, one day it will come. Mm -hmm. But actually, medicines like this, uh, Santa Maria could be in between both uh, mm -hmm. cannabis. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, they will support us, grounding that paradise mm -hmm. that is really a personal paradise. Mm -hmm. It's really each one of us uh, thriving and doing everything with so much passion. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. So my experience is that sometimes we can go to these big visionary experiences, mm -hmm. but then have so much struggle to even understand mm -hmm. what the meaning was yes. uh, of it. So now I'm quite focused uh, to be an integration coach to support mm -hmm. people really understanding mm -hmm. before even going to a next um, a journey. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, and. Yeah, you mentioned uh, cacao and Santa Maria yes. cannabis, um, which, yeah, I would be curious for you to talk a little more about those, because those tools and actually whatever whatever other tools you use in that work of, of integration of grounding yes. people, yes. how does that actually, uh, could you go into a little more detail mm -hmm. on how you use them? Yes, totally. Yeah. So for me, cannabis, uh, Santa Maria, Holy Mary, is uh, really my first, very, very first spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. And she arrived, um, like most of us, in party setting, and uh, friends, and that's beautiful, um, and it's, it has its place. Mm -hmm. But then when I went um, abroad to live in Birmingham, I had this time to be just one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. And then it was amazing how she started uh, taking me into different ancestral practices like yoga, like mm -hmm. Tantra, like mindfulness, mm -hmm. so that I can really start the grounding, mm -hmm. um, the vision, the expansion of consciousness, the awakening. Mm -hmm. I was in my first stages of awakening. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, cacao medicine. Cacao medicine is such a medicine that is so warming, mm -hmm. it's so nurturing, 
I saw medicine that Mayan people and they are still very much alive. Mm -hmm. I have uh, studied with Mayan elders and mm -hmm. they hold the Mayan calendar. Mm -hmm. um, they said when someone enters to your home, don't invite them tea or coffee, invite them cacao. Wow. So that you start relating heart to heart yeah. always. And I really love that. So every time that a client comes to me, we sit with cacao, for sure. Wow. That is one uh, thing that certainly uh, will support the integration process mm -hmm. because it's very grounding. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it expands uh, your capacity of tapping into your own senses. So you will feel very expanded, but it's a hard expansion. Yes. Uh -huh. Like you uh -huh. feel, I am expanded, but I am present. Yes. And I can move with this expansion without fear. Yes. And then um, the second one, the second tool will be the Mayan calendar. Okay. This is really important because uh, the Gregorian calendar was designed um, as a distorted programming mm -hmm. that is not tapping to anything, mm -hmm. so that the mind get confused with the only purpose of paying tribute to the king and stuff. Uh -huh. Because uh, at the time that the Gregorian calendar was developed in Rome and etc., um, they want people to believe that they need to pay someone to tap them into the light, into mm -hmm. spirit. Into God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So starting to tap into a cyclical way of perceiving reality mm -hmm. is a thing that is grounding in itself. Mm -hmm. So the Mayan calendar presents these energies that are also present in Earth. Yeah. So for example, today we have the energy of the Guacamaya. Eh, Agbal is the Mayan kitchen name. Mm -hmm. So if we want to work today with cacao and herbal medicine, that is uh, then the third um, tool and teachers for integration, mm -hmm. we will work with a, um, a grain that is called achote mm -hmm. uh, because the energy of today is light and dark, mm. is the dance of duality. Mm. Uh -huh. So when you start working with a cyclical perception that includes both feminine and masculine, mm -hmm. the person starts grounding in their own spirituality that is inside. Mm. Uh -huh. So then, back to herbal medicine, this is something that accompanies me daily, for okay. sure. Okay. Because herbs are so, so powerful, but they are very soft. Mm -hmm. So I like now um, this type of healing that is not necessarily something that will uh, bring a deep push. Mm -hmm. For some people, in some cases, it's necessary, mm -hmm. uh, certainly. But if we want to start working more with preventive medicine and with mm -hmm. a daily integration, mm -hmm. we can certainly support ourselves with herbal medicine. And herbs are all over the world. Mm -hmm. So it's about tapping to what we have uh, close to us. Mm. Uh -huh. And then art, also amazing integration tool. Yeah. Art. Yeah. Writing is amazing. I always uh, uh, tell my clients to bring their notebook. Mm -hmm. Actually, I have um, a ceremonial boxes that mm -hmm. they also need to have. Is mm -hmm. This is how they start the process. Mm -hmm. So that they can have everything that they need for the ritual, their notebook in one place. Yeah. And that uh, order for me also brings groundiness. Mm -hmm. Because now, at days, uh, we have placed so much focus in the feminine for spirituality, which is beautiful and so important 
But for me it's also uh, important that we start governing the masculine structures. Structures. Um, exactly. Organization. So that a person can have intention when they go to a ceremony. They can um, do, do it from a place where they are certain why they are doing the thing. Sometimes we just go to a ceremony because someone invited us. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's go to drink ayahuasca. <laughs> 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 and then it doesn't go quite well necessarily yeah. because when we don't have an intention, uh, my teacher said an intention is your arrow. Mm -hmm. So you have an arrow and you go somewhere. Mm -hmm. When you don't have intention in the other in the other realms, you get lost. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. Even not just with plant medicine, but with uh, shamanic drama for example you can mm. get very lost when you just do it for the sake of a curiosity yeah uh -huh. yeah you see that i think with like uh wiki boards and uh different <laughs> yeah all these practices were and that's interesting i, I love that you talked about tying the masculine mm. and the feminine together yes. because in that we're in such a time of in the spiritual community maybe of so much reactionism reactionary mm -hmm impulses to like throwing out all the masculine christianity and mm -hmm. structure and the patriarchy and diving deep into liberation and freedom and flow but the fact that you can get actually lost and in a lot of darkness in that like i also have sensed that so mm -hmm. it is interesting coming full circle around to like how do we and this comes back maybe to conscious action as well like how do we integrate like we're getting all these divine visions from the, our feminine uh, essences, our, our exploration of the spiritual from the oracles, you know, mm -hmm. and these plant medicines and teachers and in our journeys. And um, yeah, trying to bring, that's beautiful that you're helping people bring that structure so that it can actually meet the ground and actually change mm -hmm. this reality mm -hmm. instead of just staying up in space. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I find that an essential part, for example, for a ceremony success, we can say, <laughs> is the preparation and then the integration. Mm -hmm. So taking someone and guiding all that process, even just with cacao, mm -hmm. uh, bringing a lot of grounding as to why I am looking for this expansion, why mm -hmm. I am looking for this teaching, what mm -hmm. calls me. Is it a call that comes from deep inside? Mm -hmm. It's just an idea that I heard someone because actually not all plant medicines are for everyone as well yes so there is a process that we need to structure and of course in the past it, this was more integrated into the shamanic community mm -hmm. and they will just guide you from the very very beginning mm -hmm. uh, look into your astrology mm -hmm. the day you were born uh, but uh, we have lost that connection we mm -hmm. in the western uh -huh. mm -hmm. so I think that now this new ways is taking that ancient wisdom but also this uh, organization this planification mm -hmm. uh, so that we can have um, very um, I don't know I, sometimes I don't like the word the standards mm -hmm. but I am starting to understand that the standards are also important yes uh -huh. Yes. Because, for example, if we want to prepare a cacao paste, we need to have certain standards. Mm -hmm. we, we cannot just let the cacao dry and the animals. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, standards are important. <laughs> yes, and it's amazing that you're coming from, when you're talking about this, 
the safety and the the protocols or yes. the yeah the standards of this shamanic okay. tradition that you are connected to being ecuadorian and in your family and then you know you know you're traveling you living up in scotland now you know you're you're part of this the eagle and the condor this movement like you're being transplanted up there bringing this wisdom that's needed for people who are just blasting off into these realms with these powerful tools mm -hmm. but without any sort of safety mm -hmm. um, yeah that's what a, a powerful uh, reality that you're bringing in and um, I wanted to ask uh, just in relation to this uh, feminine masculine or the the new ways and the old ways um, what are your views on Christianity coming from and, and shamanism like what is there overlap for you and mm, very good question yeah. what's your relationship with Thank that you. yeah. so although my grandmother she studied occult science and mm -hmm. she's very crazy for her time very crazy for her time she and we were raised in a Catholic family. Mm -hmm. So my mom, for example, she's very Catholic. Mm -hmm. And I had my stages with this. Mm -hmm. I was raised in a very, very Catholic school for some time mm -hmm. until I literally shout and cry for a change of mm -hmm. school for the last three years mm -hmm. because it was absolutely too much for me. Yeah. So I had to reconcile a lot, make a lot of peace with the mm -hmm. Catholic um, staff a lot mm -hmm. because I have always felt uh, a spirit deep inside very clear mm -hmm. so for me that was the structure that I was raised mm -hmm. but then of course it arrived a time around my 15 years that it doesn't make sense for mm -hmm. the lack of freedom mm -hmm. and the lack of honoring of the feminine as yes. well so I entered to this crisis and then shamanism for me mm -hmm. is um, this beautiful way to connect um, the feminine ways, the physical reality, the other realms mm -hmm. um, to the self mm -hmm. uh, through elements of nature mm -hmm. and through simple, very simple work with the, the elements, fire, water, air, wind. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So now I tap into your question. For me, there is an overlap mm -hmm. uh, for sure. I do believe that Jesus, um, Mary, um, mm -hmm. the Holy Family, I do believe they existed and for me they are ascended masters for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But for me, Catholic Church has tell us a fraction of the story. Mm -hmm. So then I have dived into my own um, just connection with these beings. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I certainly have a beautiful connection uh, with them. Mary Magdalene, for example. Mm -hmm. Everything that comes uh, from, you know, sex, uh, tantra, coming mm -hmm. from, from this lineage also mm -hmm. exists and is so important to honor mm -hmm. and to bring it to the front. Mm -hmm. So there is this overlap, but mm -hmm. it's an overlap that for me will just be able to fully arise when we place the feminine close to the masculine mm -hmm. because this is what the catholic church has lacked so much mm -hmm. it's like uh, we refer to the father and in my family when we sit we always pray mm -hmm. and they always say like thank you lord mm -hmm. and i will always say like and thank you mama because mm -hmm. this is your abundance mm -hmm. so 
I think the catholicism has uh, created a lot of damage, mm-hmm. a lot of damage. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel a, a high, high, high sense of loss of identity in my country. Yes. And that touched me deeply. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very hard mm-hmm. to see that people don't know how to work with cacao yes. <laughs> in the paradise of cacao. So I think that certainly we need a new spirituality, a new sense of of connection that comes from ourselves. And then for sure we can make peace with everything because at the end everything is just one perspective of the whole. Mm -hmm. All of them are truth, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we need all the truths. We cannot invalidate any of them. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's very uh that's in line with a lot of what i've been feeling because i was also raised very religious and eastern orthodox which is like the catholics but the the eastern church they were the same church until uh 1054 when they split and the pope of the patriarch of rome became the pope and he was the supreme leader and the other churches didn't agree so the the other churches were the the eastern orthodox church and the coptic and ethiopian the you know african churches but I, growing up in that, it is interesting because it's a little less, it's less um, about laws maybe mm-hmm. and the structures different. I think the Catholic Church took things into like a really legalistic di- direction. Um, but I grew up, it's, it's really, a, it's one of the reasons maybe I have never really fully written it off because there's so much mysticism in it because it comes from the desert you know the mystics of the desert the mystical christian traditions which are very you know very similar to buddhism in some ways and the sufism and a lot of these you know even with the sufis like they share these the desert (laughs) so like um it's interesting like how how to how do we reconstruct our belief, yeah, this new spirituality, this new um, form that is balanced, that maybe has never been fully brought together before, the masculine and the feminine, because it's always, you know, the earth worship and the the God worship, the one, the monotheism, like, there's always been this battle going on, and this, you know, coming from one to the other, Um, but when we can actually hold all things which I'm learning is this is the way, um, it unlocks so much more potential, mm-hmm. you know, same thing with women and men, you know, when we really can hold each other in full respect and full love uh, with our shadows and our, mm-hmm. our issues, but just working through them instead of just denying them. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about mm-hmm. Scotland and oh, yeah. going to Scotland, because some of our conversations you've talked about believing or feeling you've had a past life <laughs> yes. as a Scottish person. Is that what you told me? Yes. Can you tell me that story uh-huh. a little bit? Like, how that, how'd you end up there? Yes. What's your connection to that? (laughs) It's so crazy. It's a connection that I am still finding out uh, every day. Mm -hmm. So I arrived for the first time when I was um, around in my 21, 20. Mm -hmm. And uh, I arrived to Birmingham. And it's this amazing connection with the land 
which together with Santa Maria created my first Satori, my first moment of full presence and absolute nothingness and everything. Mm -hmm. And of course, from there, everything unfolded. By this time, I was studying chemical engineering mm -hmm. and um, I was still uh, quite lost. The only thing that I knew is that I wanted to support the earth because mm. uh, the earth is the only thing that has always uh, made very much sense to me. Mm -hmm. And of course, we are her extension. Mm. Um, uh -huh. So then um, it's so interesting because I am involved in a family project. Mm. So it's almost like the whole organism that is my family uh, has moved into this uh, Hopi prophecy, right? The condor and the eagle. Mm -hmm. So my mother uh, with her husband moved to Scotland. We can, I want to quickly actually, can I just interject uh, mentioning that for anyone listening who's not familiar with that prophecy? Um, yes, thank do you, you mind quickly just explaining that? Uh -huh. So the, the way in which I love explaining this prophecy is that uh, um, there were these uh, beautiful jaguar beings and human beings that they traveled from the stars. This is how Mayan people describe. We were very lost. We lost the connection with the fire. So these jaguar beings, how jaguar, how human came to support us remembering mm -hmm. and calling back the fire because the fire, they mm -hmm. said, was so angry that left us mm -hmm. and didn't want to come back. Mm -hmm. So these beings came and then the fire came back and then the pyramids and then the classic mm -hmm. Mayan calendar was developed. And then these beings who are four couple, each one in one corner of the universe, uh, they hold, the <laughs> they, uh -huh, they protect each one of the four races, they uh -huh. say, the white, uh, black, yellow and red are the uh -huh. same colors of the corn as well, <gasps> and the colors of the medicine wheel, wow. <laughs> they say uh, there will come a very dark time mm -hmm. where humanity will forget everything. And they said, but our children, they will remember because they will start drinking cacao all over the world. Mm. And then they will remember. And this will be the time when the condor and the south is the condor, mm -hmm. the passion, the fire, the heart, energy, the cacao medicine, the hummingbird will merge with the eagle, the vision, the visionary, the new perspectives, the new ideas. And together, guided by the hummingbird, mm. is the medicine of the heart, mm. will ground the new paradigm. Mm. So beautiful. And we are living these times. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I see a hummingbird around exactly. your neck here. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that. I just thought it... Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> I never heard that version of it. Yeah, it's such uh -huh. a beautiful version. because I, I would love to hear yours as well, if you can mind. Well, just from... I mean, I've just been gathering pieces. <laughs> I'm reading the book by uh, Don Alberto Taxo. Mm -hmm. And like when he's talking... I mean, it, it rep, it's so... It represents so many different things. Yeah. It's not just one thing. Because some people mm -hmm. see it as uh, just the, the global yeah. south uniting with the global north. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people of all races coming together mm -hmm. into one tribe, um, which is true, but it's also, yeah, the lower chakras, you know, the uh, uniting mm -hmm. 
the parts of ourselves that have been suppressed and oppressed and the earth, you know, the earth wisdom, mother earth with the sky knowledge, with God, with the masculine, it's like feminine, masculine, or in all the things you described. So it's all of these things. Amazing. So Thank bring you for everything. <laughs> because you are so yeah. right. And it yeah. is so important to mention because mm-hmm. the heart needs to open so that all the chakras, I always said, mm-hmm. can receive light. Mm-hmm. So that's why also cacao is spreading because mm-hmm. we need to flow in whole connection. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the heart is so where much. the lower chakras and the upper chakras, they all meet in the heart. Yes. And, uh-huh. oh. and let the heart open. <laughs> We struggle grounding yeah. or feeling safe. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and all that's to say to bring it back to your family coming up to Scotland <laughs> after you moved there as part of this movement of exchange. Like me being here in Ecuador right now is part of that. Like I'm coming from the eagle land down to the condor land. And the condor is also, it's like the eagle of, South, of the Andes in case anyone doesn't know what the condor is. <laughs> so yeah, bringing it back to the story you were telling. Um, yes. Your family was uh-huh. part of the uh, the condors <laughs> coming the up, yeah, <laughs> coming to the north. So then, uh, while I was growing up, I will always say that why someone would like to leave Ecuador because mm-hmm. Ecuador is a little paradise. We have everything. We don't need to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, at the time because after my exchange, I came back to Ecuador, and then I graduated. I started working as a yoga teacher in the jungle in the Amazon, Mm -hmm. and then I felt the call um, for my first uh, grandmother ceremony, ayahuasca ceremony, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was sure about my question. My question was, uh, what is my life purpose? Mm-hmm. And then I, I didn't understand anything from the ceremony. Mm-hmm. That's why now I place so much focus into the integration. Mm-hmm. It took me years, years, years. Um, and now, of course, I, I understand that it's better to have small groups, for example, so mm-hmm. that you can really check what is going on. Integrate. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my first ceremony was in a space like the Shala, but with maybe like 35 or 40 people was insane. With shamans that came from Colombia, was beautiful, my first experience, but certainly um, then my second one, I took my family uh, Mm -hmm. and we have just a a small ceremony. Mm -hmm. And then they also connected to this vision. Mm -hmm. And this vision um, is called Ayapacha. Mm -hmm. And Ayapacha is the galactic mother it mm. comes from the Aya, is this spirit that mm. is uh, the devil, is the angel, is everything, is the sacred humor. Mm. Aya means that a kind of devil mm. is the translation like Diablo. Mm. They said uh, Aya, Guasca. Mm. That's why they said that it can trick you mm-hmm. because it's like a devil that will show you what mm, could happen if you. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. Like if you keep for this road, this will happen. Uh. But not normally we pick the ideas because of the state of this connection, because sometimes we don't prepare ourselves enough and etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the story, so I went with this intention and then my mother, uh, she migrated very young when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. So for my mom, her best inheritance has always been for me to have uh, my international um, passport mm-hmm. because the Ecuadorian passport is, is quite very limited. Mm-hmm. So then I traveled to start doing that process. Oh, okay. 
And then uh, just everything keeps uh, kept on unfolding for me to start grounding. It was not my intention. I was supposed to come back, but then I just stayed for five years. Wow. And then I just kept working as a yoga teacher. I started the art school as well. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started volunteering in festivals because I love the, the festival vibe and the community mm-hmm. and the tribal living. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was uh, the fires that started in the Amazon uh, some years ago. Mm-hmm. That I started feeling this, this fire inside of me and this grief and this pain. Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing that suit me was cacao from Ecuador that I found in the UK in this festival by this medicine woman that was serving her cacao there and it was such a a transformation for me of understanding Mm. why I was in Scotland Um, Mm. yeah and just feeling this call of I need to share the medicine of my land yeah Uh uh-huh So I have always felt uh, in admiration for Ecuador and I love my country. I I was born in here in Quito, but uh, I feel very connected to Scotland in a way that I can not really describe, but it's my home. And the people that I serve there, um, I serve mostly women that are in their crown. It's like family. I feel so, so connected. So I feel... This connection that I was uh, um, saying at, at first with Mary Magdalene and the Sacred Family, I, I felt very connected to them. Mm-hmm. And I know that they uh, have this uh, journey um, mm-hmm. from these Celtic lands into France and so on. Okay. It's crazy because yeah. also I remember when I was in, here in Ecuador studying my mastery of Reiki. My teacher will always say that we were very Celtic people mm-hmm. in the group. And that time I will not understand here in Ecuador. He will say, we start there in those very Nordic Whoa. lands because he remember <laughs> lifetimes and stuff. <laughs> so then when I arrived, I just felt this connection like, wow, this is, this is home. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so fascinating to hear, yeah, from just thinking that our physical races are actually kind of an illusion. Is that what you mean? Oh, like, I yeah. totally believe that. Yeah. And that's why I don't believe like uh, cultural appropriation is mm-hmm. necessary, I think, or a problem. And mm-hmm. I do believe that because I. I feel so connected with Mayan people, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that connected with Inca tradition that will be more my inherited tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when I receive um, the medicine of cacao and the Mayan calendar from Mayan people, mm-hmm. it was again like a download, like whew, yeah. instantly. And now I work with that daily, every day. So I do believe that our soul is eternal and the roles that we have, the places where we are born, are keys for Mother Earth. Mm. She has place. Maybe Mayan people from Guatemala in Scotland is born Mm. now so that they can remember. Like their spirits. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because this exchange is what is needed. For the prophecy to happen. Exactly. Wow. I do believe that. I do believe (sighs) that uh, all the resources, economical resources that UK have, Mm -hmm. and that is my my vision as well, can support uh, America finding Mm -hmm. her way back. Mm -hmm. Because 
we are an abundant planet. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's not well distributed. Yes. So certainly uh, for me, we need people that uh, may, may be a Buddhist that is mm -hmm. born um, in a very Western world mm -hmm. so that we can understand the differences and mm -hmm. have empathy and then mm -hmm. start sharing our sources openly. Yes. And that is how I, I felt with Scotland because uh, the people that now is supporting my vision is my family and I have these four ambassadors and they are supporting me expanding cacao and mm -hmm. we sell them cacao to the production cost. We don't earn anything, mm -hmm. but the purpose of it is for cacao to spread. So I wow. certainly feel like it's happening. <laughs> wow, thank you for sharing that, that insight, you know, because I come from, maybe it's just being inside the bubbles I'm in. There's just a, a lot of tension, you know, like coming from the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, around appropriation, around race, mm -hmm. around, mm -hmm. especially in the spiritual, not especially, but I'm familiar with it in mm -hmm. the spiritual community. Um, and sometimes the, looking at it in the context that you're sharing, mm -hmm. um, it's really actually just preventing the changes from happening it's preventing but there also is maybe you would agree there is some shadow of it where there's some mm -hmm. ego mm -hmm. there's some lack of respect like we can still be doing diligence to honor and ask permission from these traditions mm -hmm. but then when we just because we see somebody especially i think this is the the image that comes to mind like a white person like me a white male mm -hmm. if i was practicing um say serving ayahuasca mm -hmm. or something uh and there are people doing that or if i was um doing mayan you know mm -hmm. in types of dances or something like uh, i think it would make a lot of people uncomfortable uh-huh yeah i um, understand because from the outside it can mm -hmm. seem like that's just appropriation and it's mm -hmm. easy for people to write that off but yes i understand and yeah. it definitely exists this. This is a question that was also made to Mayan uh, people when I was uh, studying with them. Mm. And they said, to be a Mayan, you just need to understand that uh, everything is one cosmos. You need to believe that you are part of that experience mm -hmm. that is expanding th through your core. Because mm -hmm. when you understand that, you respect life. Mm -hmm. You respect the flower as you respect mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. So my recommendation always is for people to come to the land and to learn just like you are doing mm. exactly thank so thank you for being here yeah honoring thank you for receiving me and uh and for seeing and allowing me and um yeah because a lot of times i'm just so happy that i stumbled into this place or into all my teachers I've had, but you know, even what you're sharing right now is this is a new depth of permission, you know, um, which like I can't, I feel so much ancestral guilt and shame around like maybe what has caused all this tension, which is like the, the white guilt, the colonialism, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what my ancestors have done to your ancestors, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the subjugation, and like for me to also then be caught in a double bind where like I'm carrying, I carry that guilt, which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm learning to process um, and I'm learning to 
you know, conscious action. Because we're here. That's alchemy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but like holding that, but then also not like being, if I wanted to move into something that's more my heart's calling Mm -hmm. that maybe doesn't look like Mm -hmm. my culture, I don't feel comfortable or Mm -hmm. like like I would be um, attacked for that. So Uh it's like I'm in the past I've been like stuck in this space where it's like how do I express how do I step into my role as feeling called Mm -hmm. to be someone taking conscious action in these spiritual realms you know Mm -hmm. while also maintaining my integrity and making sure uh, I don't appropriate or Mm -hmm. any of those you know that I'm not just a new version of colonialism which I do think that when people make these criticisms that there's a just like everything there's a little bit of truth in it too Mm -hmm. it's like holding that but also seeing the opposite which is what you're saying we are all one and the time the earth is i mean this we're entering dark times and i've heard uh one of my favorite podcasts with aubrey marcus he he says like if the i think he or someone on one of his podcasts said if the house is burning down you grab a bucket of water and you throw it on you don't ask whose bucket is this you know i really like that i really like that because my grandma always said Mm-hmm. Everything is uh, belongs to that who needs it, mm. and I do believe the same for wisdom. I do mm. believe the same for ancestral tools that mm. can support us making making through these yeah. times. Yeah, because mm. if we are true spiritual, let's say everything is spiritual. I believe we mm-hmm. we cannot separate. But let's say if we want to say we are a spiritual community, how can we not accept um, the fact that, you know, incarnation exists? I, I, I believe in that, I don't know you, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, certainly, sure. right? So if incarnation exists um, and the energy is just recycling itself constantly, how can we put barriers to someone that maybe before was uh, was a, a colony person and, and now is is an Indian. Yeah. We cannot place that barrier because we will go back to place separation. That is yes. how I see it. It's just uh-huh. the same pattern in reversed exactly. and it's the same fighting and judgment and and even in the shamanic practice I'm learning it's like the the victim mentality and blame and this exists in the political spectrums and everywhere else like when we blame Mm -hmm. the other people for the problems then we give up our responsibility for doing the work that we which is actually much harder than than being in a state of victimhood it's much harder to set aside all the things even if they are justly there were they are terrible things that have happened to us or to Uh people to anyone the act, creating the solution instead of focusing on the problem oh, seems to be the way forward from yes. what I'm learning. Yes. I know. love that. I really love that. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the last thing I want to add to that is that I do believe that when we act upon our heart, mm-hmm. we can no harm. Yes. I do believe that because the heart is so pure. Yeah. So if you have a willingness to study a tradition that mm-hmm. you were not born, this is your heart speaking. This is your heart saying. This is my energetic design. Yes. That's why I have these desires. Mm-hmm. Our desires tell us our true design. Yes. So nothing bad can come when we approach mm-hmm. from the heart. I'm yes. sure of that. Although, yes, yes. And 
I would, I would venture to say, <laughs> yes. and we have to be willing to be misunderstood potentially or, oh. or, mis or disliked because that's, that's testing us as well. That's also uh -huh. testing our integrity. That's testing our, you know, because we do need to be doing the best we can to be respecting and honoring. Like, as, you know, I wanted to add that to the bucket thing. It's like when there, there are moments when there's no choice, but many times this is a dance, you know, of like, you're, you're not claiming that all the Mayan knowledge that you're speaking is from you you're mm. you're naming where it comes from which exactly so thank we can you do for both that. thank you for that yeah. naming acknowledging the roots where it comes from mm -hmm. very essential when we do that the ancestors get released yeah. because we are remembering that we are here yes. thanks to our grandmothers grandfathers yes. that are actually the grandmothers and grandfathers of the world in the Popol book, the ancient Mayan book, it speaks about these uh, four beings, four, uh, four couples that are really the mothers and fathers of humanity. Yes. So, yeah, beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're, we're coming right up on our next yoga class, but this has been such <laughs> a beautiful conversation, Maria. Amazing. And I... We'd love to have you on again and continue this conversation. Yes, it so. will be my pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes. I enjoy every time we have bubbles mm. to share. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Maria. And where can people find you on the <laughs> on the web? Is your coaching yes. or your your guiding? Oh, people can find me in uh, com. Okay. And I have there my medicinal blog, and they will find my podcast and my cacao shop and everything there. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Thank you so much, my soul sister. Thank you, soul brother. What a pleasure <laughs> to connect with you. Mm. All right, everybody listening, I hope you're in a beautiful space, and uh, yeah, you see you next time. Blessings. Blessings. There is no way to healing. Really is the way.